Welcome to the Morning Quiet Time Podcast. I am your host, Mackenzie, and I'm so thrilled that you have decided to listen to this podcast that is dedicated to slow mornings, intentional living, and romanticizing your life. So thank you for joining me, and I hope you grab a cup of coffee or a warm cup of tea and enjoy the pod. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining and listening again to the Morning Quiet Time podcast. One of the things that I thought would be really fun to do was to chat with friends about their morning routines. And today I'm joined by my friend Kim, who is also a woman pursuing God and a working woman and a working woman who has to wake up super super early in the morning. And I have said in previous episodes that I am a night owl and I cannot wake up early in the morning. So I'm excited to hear what you do in the mornings to kind of get yourself ready for the day, to set your intention and um, whether or not you spend time with God in the morning or if that, that sounds like a prejudicial question. I don't mean that in any but more like, is that a morning time thing for you or is that something later in the day? Um, so first, hi, Kim. Hi, Mackenzie. <laughs> we are sitting here in my house with a fake fireplace on, sipping tea, and also with my door cracked a little bit because it's a little warm in here. So fake fireplace with the door open. Um, but I wanted to start by asking because I think everyone needs to know, what time do you normally wake up in the morning and what time do you start working like in your office because you work in person? I usually get up around three and I've been trying to get up around 2.45 so that I actually do like my quiet time first. Yes. And then I usually get into work around 4.30 or a little after. Okay, so you get, and how long is your commute? About 10 minutes. Okay. So you give yourself time to have some quiet time. I would imagine that quiet time when you're waking up at 3 a.m. is very hard to stay awake. <laughs> if I was waking up that, I would be right back to sleep. <laughs> no, no, for me it's not because I've been working that schedule for so many years. Yeah. I'm up. Yeah. A lot of times I'm up before my alarm goes off, so. Oh, my gosh. At that, what time do you go to bed? Sometimes 7.38, sometimes even 7. I think I'm asleep by then. Wow. I mean, and that doesn't even seem that early to be asleep by 7 if you're waking up at 2.45. That It doesn't seem that crazy to me. No. Um, and have you always been an early riser, or is that just since adulthood and you were kind of forced to with your job? Um, I wouldn't say I've always been an early riser, but I've always been able to get like up like right away when my alarm goes off. Okay. Okay. But I, but I was used to be a night owl. Yes. Before I started working where I'm yes. working. Was that a hard thing for you to break? Yes, it was. <laughs> the deep inhale. <laughs> How long did it take for you to break that habit? Because I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, oh, gosh, I don't know probably a year or less than a year. I'm not sure because I had roommates at that time. Okay. A year actually doesn't make me feel so bad because I've had it on my goals for a year to go to bed at a reasonable hour. Like there's not mm -hmm. anything more specific than that. It literally just says reasonable hour <laughs> and I still can't do it. So that makes me feel good because you were forced to, and it still took yes. you a year to do that. Okay. Um, on the 
one weekend on the weekend on a day off what time would you be waking up well you know it depends because i had to work saturday so this past weekend i think i was falling asleep around 6 30 and i was actually in bed by 7 30 wow. and then i woke up around five and on sunday yes and that was your day off yes okay so you did sleep in a little bit that's Just a good. little that's good all right so you said that you do try to prioritize some sort of like quiet time in the morning what does that look like for you um what i usually do is i will go in the living room in my chair and i'll read some of my bible or I either get my phone and get on the bible app okay and read and then just like pray thank god try to be thankful yeah um for getting up and just try to listen to see if he's going to say anything to me mm. and ask him to guide me through the day mm -hmm. help me make wise decisions sure one of the keys that I think that you said there was to physically get up and go into the living room as opposed to, I feel like for me, I, it would be so easy for me to lay in bed and be like, let me read my Bible from bed or pray from bed. And if that was the case and I was waking up that early, I would definitely be back asleep. But if you physically gotten up mm -hmm. and gone into another room, do you yes. always sit in the same place, like the same chair? Yes. Yeah. I remember hearing a pastor once talk about um, one of his parishioners, is mm -hmm. that the word? Yeah, <laughs> the congregants. Parishioner, right. <laughs> um, congregant, whatever. Who was talking about how this chair kind of helped form his relationship with God because every day he would sit down in this chair and mm -hmm. read the Bible every mm -hmm. morning. It sounds very similar yeah. to what you do. Do you think it's helpful to have like a certain place that you go? Yes, I think so. Because it's like making an appointment with God and you go to the same place mm -hmm. all the time. And yeah. Yeah. Like if I was, if I were to stay in bed, then yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be wanting to fall back to sleep. But if I actually physically get up and go to that chair, then kind yeah. of like says, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is my intention to spend some time with God. And this is the place I do it. And it's like a regular meeting place, not always exactly the same time, but yeah. the same place. Yeah. And do you have anything set up around your chair or do you just like kind of bring your stuff, your Bible and if you have any, I don't know if you're reading any devotionals or anything, do you bring that with you or is it all there ready to go? It's there ready to go. Very nice. And how do you decide if you're going to read the Bible physically or on your phone? just depends because like if i'm really into a plan i'll mm. do the plan on the bible app. on the bible app and then sometimes i just wing it mm -hmm. you know sometimes i just feel like you know i really don't want to do that plan yeah there's like a psalm or something will come on my mind or certain you know verses and i'll read it yeah i am very similar i think the variety is helpful like it's both consistent and having a consistency and having a variety mm -hmm. like consistent like you said making an effort and setting that intention but mm -hmm. variety so that you're not i don't want to say getting bored because that sounds bad but also so you're not getting bored yes exactly. <laughs> you know? okay and then what about you said um gratitude is this something that you're just kind of like thinking through or is this something you're writing down or voice notes or what do you do when i get out of bed i'm just usually like you know like thanking god for getting mm -hmm. me up you know and just trying to just even if it's just the most minimal thing you know like i'm awake mm -hmm. i can talk i can walk you know i'm still yeah you know in my mind and stuff and then try to be thankful for his love salvation his word mm-hmm Especially like now that it's cold, a nice warm place. To yeah, live. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know, mm -hmm. think about like people outside, you know, who don't have a place to go. And I just like thankful that I'm warm and toasty and 
pray for those people too. That comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. And is your prayer all um, uh, like internal conversation with God or do you do any handwriting or anything? I don't usually do handwriting. I'll think it and then sometimes I'll speak it out loud. Mm-hmm. Is that difficult <laughs> for you, speaking it out loud? No, but sometimes it does feel weird even though I'm alone. Yeah. I what? How do you decide when you're going to pray out loud, even if you're alone, than when you're going to pray to yourself silently? Not pray to yourself. Pray silently. <laughs> I just think sometimes, I don't know. It's like thinking like, why do I have to do this in my head? I should just speak it out loud. I'm speaking to God. He can read my mind. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like I've heard that it's like there's more power like that you speak it out and you can hear it and it's out there, you know. Yeah. I totally agree. I I mean, of course, pray silently, but sometimes I pray out loud as well. You can set that cup down. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> the microphone is going to fall off. <laughs> uh, I agree. I think, um, I think it's no different to God, whether mm. you're saying it silently or you're saying it out loud. But I do think it's different to you as a person. It's yes. almost like... Um, I don't know if the word would be more committed, but more, yeah, I think power, like you said, there's yeah. more power to saying it out loud or you're giving it power by speaking it. The spoken word. Yes. The sp- there is a verse about there, that, isn't there? Not, I mean, not the spoken word, but um, that your words give life. Yes. Um, and I don't know that they're talking about prayer in the context of that verse. I can't remember if it's prayer or just regular speaking, mm-hmm. but I think the same concept applies. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah. So how long have you been doing that where you start your morning with quiet time with God? Yeah, I do it off and on because sometimes I'm not very consistent. Mm -hmm. But I have been kind of, I don't have New Year's resolutions, but that's something that's like, you know, I want to make sure I get back on that because I give like the first part of the day, even if it's only five, 10 minutes to God. Mm -hmm. And I notice that it's really weird. I've noticed this in the past. I don't know if I would say it's weird, but it just seems like I have so much more time to get ready during the day. Mm. It's like, I feel like God makes time to stand still sometimes. Because oh, I'll look at the clock. That. I'll look at the clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, I still have that much time to get ready. Oh, wow. I think that should be the title of this episode. God makes time stand still. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Okay. Are there other differences that you notice in yourself on days that you have prioritized that time and on days that you've forgotten because you were so busy or... I think I'm less impatient sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, at work, because sometimes I have to deal with a lot of people and a lot of issues Mm -hmm. that come up. And I think God helps me just be more calm and more equipped to Mm -hmm. handle it, Mm -hmm. you know, and just like take a deep breath, you know, something that you can't control. God's got it. Just relax and just, I don't know, it just seems to help me with my. I don't know what to say. What's going to come? <laughs> right. What's going to come and what to say and what to do and how to react to things and not yeah. let them, you know, control me. Yeah. That's the word I was trying to look for. Oh, I love that. Yeah. To not let those circumstances control you, the way you respond. I think that that's so true. And something else that you said at the beginning or just like a couple minutes ago was that um, you're getting called out. <laughs> I felt like I'm too low. Oh. <laughs> Um, one of the other things that you said was about how if you make sure to give God the first part of your day and the way you phrased that to me was kind of like tithing your time. 
Yeah. Um, not necessarily 10%, but like you're saying, I'm going to give the first part, just like you give the first part of your money back yes. to God. And I mean, in the Bible, God talks about tithing is like the one thing that you can test God mm -hmm. on. And I'm not saying to test God with morning quiet time, but it's God will change your heart and change your mind if you are spending that intentional time with him. So mm -hmm. I think that that's a really interesting way to think about it. Thank you for sharing that. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you kind of already hinted to this, but have you noticed, so you talked about the the day-to-day -day difference that you noticed in doing this, the way you respond to different people at work. Have you noticed any long-term differences from yourself from consistently spending time with God in the morning? Um, I think it makes me want to, because when I don't, I just feel like, oh my gosh, you know, what's missing? And it's like, oh yeah, well, of course, that's what's missing. God, you know, I got to put him first in the morning. And I think he just helps me like want to trust him more, obey him, and just kind of like he's saying, you're making this effort to put me first, mm. you know, and you're meeting me in this place. I'm going to meet you in these other places because I've been praying for a while. You know, I, I always hear that it's good to pray his word. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, um, it's his will that I mm -hmm. spend time with him, mm -hmm. you know, and it's his will that I grow and be more like him. So part of that is like patience and peace and mm -hmm. things like that. And so I think he honors that. And I think that's like a change that I see. Mm -hmm. I actually have that posted right here on my computer that what you were just saying, the fruits of the spirit, yes. love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, that's interesting. That's really great. And I think also what you said about the more you do it, the more you want to do it. It's mm -hmm. kind of like working out. <laughs> the worst part about working out is starting to work out. Yes. But once you're already in that habit, in that routine, it gets easier and you almost crave it. Um, exactly. Yeah. And you also said, I think it's important to talk about this, that there are times when you don't do it as much. What are the reasons why that you think, and what would you say to someone like myself, maybe, who is struggling with that sometimes? <laughs> say it was me, perhaps. I don't know. I think I just, like, in my mind, I make excuses, and it's like, well, you know, I didn't get up early enough mm -hmm. to really spend some time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I need to get all this stuff done because I'm not really going to have time to do it if I don't do it now before I go to work. Mm -hmm. That's not the truth. Like I said, I mean, if I take that time with God, you know, I feel like I've spent a good amount of time with him. And then I look at the clock or my phone and I'm like, oh, really? I've got all this time left. I've mm. only been talking to God like five, 10 minutes. Well, I got some more time to talk to him. So mm. um, I think it's just doing that. And it just helps you to mm -hmm. um, want to do it more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just <laughs> saw um, a meme mm -hmm. recently, and I think that this was intended to be about working out. Mm -hmm. But essentially, they said, if your gas tank was on empty, you would still put a quarter of a tank in, mm -hmm. even if that's all you could. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's useless to put a quarter of a tank in. And I think that's the same kind of concept applies to spending time with God in the morning. Just because you can't spend an hour right. every morning doesn't mean you shouldn't spend five minutes, like you were saying. Five yes. minutes is going to make a difference. For me, I find that sometimes I don't do it because I'm lazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, a good one, too. Yeah. In bed. 
And then the other, like flip side of the coin, sometimes I think that the reason I don't do it is because I'm mentally or spiritually dealing with something that I don't want to verbalize. Um, So like I'm kind of avoiding dealing with God because that would convict me more. Um, That's good. And I don't think that I'm doing that like consciously, but you know, uh, part of, for me, part of my Mm -hmm. quiet time is doing a little bit of journaling. Mm -hmm. And when I've avoided time with God, when I come back to it, I realize kind of what has been going on and Mm -hmm. what the reasons were. And sometimes that's the reason. And so I always tell, I told my friend this recently that, you know, what's the reason why? Because she said that she hadn't been um, praying or reading scripture or anything like that. And I said, and I shared that with her and she was like, well, that's really interesting. Maybe that's what's going on with me. So for anyone listening, that's something to ponder. What is the reason why you're not? Is it because you don't want to be convicted? Because sometimes, I mean, that's truth. That's real talk. Sometimes we do not want to be convicted to do something different. No, we don't. Um, Of all of the things that you mentioned, what's your favorite part or the most meaningful part of your morning with God? I think um, just like trying to listen and then also being honest with him as well. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, I just, I'm going through something or whatever and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, it's like, I don't really want to beg you in this, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I should. How do you listen to God? I'm being serious. That's a, cause I think that that's a hard thing. What do you do? I'm just like quiet and like usually on my knees because I I usually like to pray on my knees. I just feel like sometimes I feel like I'm not really praying if I'm not on my knees. I just uh, was listening to a theologian who was talking about that, how Jewish people, when they were praying, they were always standing or on Mm -hmm. their knees. And a lot of us in the Western Christian world are always sitting down and how, so I think that that's really interesting that you're always on your knees. My grandmother was a prayer warrior and she was on her knees until she was like 92, I think. So you're in good company with, with her. Yeah. And I just kind of like listen. And, you know, sometimes I know in the past, you know, not lately, but God will give me like maybe a Bible verse Mm. and I'll read it and I'll be like, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. that's really speaking to me. Yeah. Like don't fear or trust him or, you know, like I feel bad, like, you know, I haven't spent time with him or I feel like, oh, man, I'm just like sinning. and I'm just horrible. These horrible thoughts. And I'm just like, want to hit this person or something. And then God's like, (laughs) God's like. You know, if you confess your sins and stuff like that, you're forgiven. And, you know, it's just, he just like reassures me sometimes. Sure. I, that's so interesting. I think there's something to be said about changing our physical posture um, in a way that is humbling ourselves. uh, Because that's not something we do a lot in our culture, humble ourselves before anybody. Um, That's a great tip. That's something I need to do more often. If you... I don't know if you do, but if you were to add something to your morning routine, what would it be? I've really been thinking that I really like listen to more music, more worship music. Ah, yeah. That'll kind of like keep it going. Yeah. Because sometimes even like if I don't have my quiet time and get up, you know, the, the days that I don't, that I feel like I need to rush or something. Yeah. I'll have like the Bible app playing while I'm getting ready and stuff. Yes. So I'm hearing the word, but that's good, but I think in addition to being more consistent and at least spending those five, ten minutes or whatever with God in the chair or on my knees, I think listening to praise music and praising God. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. And there's so many like playlists that are already out there. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I like is called, and I feel like I might have posted this 
in the show notes of another episode, Quiet Christian Morning, something like yes, that. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one because it's a nice, like, subtle way to start the day. Um, now that we're talking, there's one other thing I wanted to ask you about. A couple of months ago, you took a spiritual retreat. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about that and what that was like? It's pretty awesome. Well, the lady I was talking to, kind of like a Christian mentor, she recommended this place that's run by nuns. Mm -hmm. And it was like these little cottages, like these little houses, mm -hmm. and, and it was really cool. I mean, I went in there, they had books to read, mm -hmm. and so I was reading this one book, and it was just helping me really reflect on God and His faithfulness and, and everything. And while I was there, I was able to walk out in the woods in nature. I saw a couple deer, mm -hmm. you know, and I was just like, wow, this is pretty awesome, you know, it's like nature and, and I was like okay Lord I want to see a deer because she's like you usually see a deer but sometimes you don't and I was praying for it and he like let me see some oh, deer cool. and there were times that I was like inside the little cabin and just praising God I have yeah. music and they have music there too uh -huh. and different CDs and all kinds of stuff and you know sometimes praising sometimes reading sometimes listening on my knees you yeah. know and just kind of like pouring my heart out to God and just all different things like that yeah, it was pretty cool. I would highly recommend it. Well, you were the first person who ever said that they had done that um, to me. I've heard of spiritual retreats before, but it's usually like a group of people, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> it's oftentimes very showy. Not to not to talk down on those retreats, but I feel like it's a, like a whole event, right? right? You have different things planned. You yes. have a group of people. Uh, maybe there's classes and stuff, mm -hmm. but this was totally different because this was a solo trip mm -hmm. that you took mm -hmm. to reconnect with God. So mm -hmm. if someone else were to do this, not in Illinois where we're living, what would you suggest? Like if you could give them like two tips, what would you tell them to do? Uh, I would say, you know, you can just look for any place where you're at, but um, just go, you know, pray about it. Take your Bible, um, have a playlist ready. Mm -hmm. And, um, just if you really want to hear from God, I believe you will, and he'll refresh your spirit and just help you feel at peace. Mm -hmm. And I think he will give you a kind of like a, a new hunger or thirst for him. Yeah. And just have an open heart. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the perfect way to end this episode. Thank you for coming to my house and having tea and sharing about your morning quiet time because everybody has a different uh way that they like to spend time with God and honor God and worship God. And um, we can all learn from that. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's Absolutely. a pleasure. Absolutely.